Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, September the 20th. As we come off a solid weekend of Phillies baseball, the Phillies playing some better baseball as of late. They lose yesterday, but take two of three from the Mets and are squarely in it. Lose the game yesterday. They are two games out in the division, but you know, going into yesterday, they were one game out. Like yesterday, as they, you know, they didn't have a chance because they played the night game and the Braves played earlier in the day, but as action began yesterday, there was a chance. That we could have come out yesterday with the Phillies tied for first place in the NL East. Now, we didn't. It went the other way, but they're in it. They're legit in it, especially when you consider a week of baseball against the Orioles and the Pirates. And the Braves are out west facing the Diamondbacks for four and the Padres for three. And we'll dive into the schedules of it all. Phillies three back in the wild card, two back in the division. We'll get into all of it, but, you know, they're in it. They're in it. It's September 20th, and they are in it. You know, their odds are, are certainly not in their favor. They do have a three-game series left against Atlanta next week. So, you know, they still have a chance to go head-to-head and 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 have some of their own destiny in their hands, so to speak, depending on this week plays out. But, you know, look, they've been playing much better baseball. Um, really, just kind of somehow finding a way to 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 stay in it. And, and I'm sure, as we know, you know, in the end, they'll, they'll find a way to break our hearts. But, you know, winning four straight there, the last two against the Cubs and the first two against the Mets was needed, and it was necessary, and the Braves lost four straight. And the Phillies were able to climb back into it more than I expected. I mean, yesterday only being a day out was shocking. It was truly shocking to see the Phillies, like, a game out yesterday. Like, I, you know... I don't think any of us thought that they were actually going to be that legitimately back in it. They were, and, you know, they have two weeks left. You know, we have 13 games left. It's there. It's go time. Seven this week against the Orioles and the Pirates, and then an off day, and then three in Atlanta, three in Miami. That's it. Season over. We are there. Pretty crazy to think about where we're at, to be honest, but it's also pretty crazy to think the Phillies are legitimately squarely in this. And again, you know, they're not the favorite. They're back in both races, but 
but it is it is doable and particularly the division like this division is there for the taking the Braves have not run away the Phillies are squarely in it as we saw over the weekend and and even though it's kind of hard to figure out how they're doing it you know it's Bryce Harper Gene Segura and and pray for rain offensively and and a pitching staff that you know is is getting through it um you know, I wasn't expecting to to be this close. And again, I you know, if I still had to bet, I would bet on them, you know, finishing out rather than in. But you know, it's certainly they're they're in a lot more in it than I expected them to be right now. Not eight and nine in September. You know, a little bit. It felt like they were four and eight in September last week when we talked. You know, and um, it felt like another September collapse, a, a typical September, and and they won four straight after that. So you know, you got to give them credit where due. Um. Obviously, they've lost some games they should have won. We know that, a lot of them. But, you know, right now they're two games back heading into the final two weeks of the season. That's that's something, man. You know, uh, again, I'm not you know, jumping for joy, best thing ever, but they're they're in it, and that is that is exciting that they are in it. Um, two bag of the Braves, three and, a, three, ba- a three and a half bag in the wild card of the cards. So the wild card's looking unlikely. They're three and a half bag of the cards, half game back of the Reds, tied with the Padres. Um so the division, you know, especially with the games left against the Braves, is clearly the path. The Mets five and a half back of the Braves, the Phillies two back. So it's really the Phillies and the Braves heading into this stretch run here. We'll see how it plays out. We'll look ahead to the schedule, how it all plays out. Let's first look back at what, what again, was a positive weekend for the Phillies. Coming off the 17-8 to win on Thursday night, down 7 nothing, battling back and end up winning 17-8. Dominant showing there uh, when needed. They come into the series with the Mets needing some wins, needing to find a way to win baseball games, really um, put up or shut up time, which we've talked about a lot this season. But but really, truly, again, now we're at 13 games left, so it's 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 real now. Um, Friday night, really nice win for the Phils. Zach Wheeler, the bullpen combined, it, uh, it got a little scary, a little closer than you want it to be at the end. But the Phillies able to hang on in a, a really needed win on on uh, on Friday night to kind of carry that momentum of the seventeen to eight game over and to start the weekend off right. And the, obviously the Braves lost the first two of the weekend. The Giants just coming through in spades. Uh, some exciting wins Saturday night. They win on a walk off sack fly by a pinch hit pitcher Kevin Gausman coming through. So the Giants handle a little business for the Phillies to get them back in it. As, you know, entering the weekend, we were certainly not in as good a shape as we are leaving it. And the 4-3 to win on Friday night, a, a really nice place to start as, uh, you know, kind of got a little help from everywhere. No one really dominated, but um, kind of everyone contributing. Phillies get on the board first, scoring in the second inning, a sack fly by Freddie. Uh, Wheeler gives up the lead in the fourth, an RBI single 1-1 in a jam there. Able to get out of the jam. Could have been worse. So it's 1-1 entering the fifth, and... A guy who maybe has not had the best season ever, but has hit some big home runs for this team, and sometimes more than one in a game. But in this spot, Brad Miller, solo shot in the top of the fifth, and this was a massive home run. It really was. It gave the Phillies a 2-1 lead when they needed it. Kind of got your juices flowing a little bit. You're starting to feel like, all right, we're going to win this baseball game. Seventh inning, they add another. Matt Veerling sack fly in a nice weekend. Then Didi, an RBI double in the eighth. It's four to one. You're feeling good. Wheeler gives you five. Not an uh, all time Wheeler outing, but, you know, considering the innings that he's been through and all that, you get five one run innings from Wheeler, enough to get the W. Jose Alvarado, a clean inning. Coonrod, a clean inning. Archie Bradley, yikes, comes in, makes it a little scary, gives up two. 
ultimately, who'd have thunk it? So in the eighth inning, uh, Bradley comes in, allows runners on, gives up an RBI double, then another RBI double. It's 4-3. And we have to bring Ian Kennedy out for a four-out save. Could could you think of something that, that's been scarier as of late? And Ian Kennedy. Good weekend for Ian. A big four-out save. Gets out of the eighth there, out of the jam, then comes back in the ninth and shuts it down in an inning and a third of clean baseball from Ian, uh, who has obviously been very hit or miss so far as the closer of the Phillies, but in this case, a really big outing for him. One they needed, he came through for them. It was a, it was a nice spot. And again, really spreading it around offensively. Oduba one for five with a run scored. Segura one for four. Harper one for four. JT one for four. Didi one for three. Brad Miller two for four. So, you know, kind of really everyone getting involved. Only seven hits, uh, but able to convert enough into runs. Only nine base runners the whole game, but it was enough. As the Phillies win it four to three again, a just a massive win. It really was. It really to start the weekend off like that. Um, I can't put into words how important it was that they were able to find a way to gut that win out, hold on to that win, some big plays in that one. We moved to Saturday, and another one. You know, another one that that they are able to kind of knuckle through. Uh, it gets a little scary at the end, but a little even more. Confident you're going to win this one throughout, but still a, a nerve-wracking one. As early on, it was Gene Segura only and Aaron Nola carrying the team. Segura gets it started in the first, second batter of the game. Boom, solo shot. Then he comes up again in the third inning, and what does he do? Boom, another one. A two-homer game for Segura. His 13th and 14th of the season are up 2 nothing. Nola kind of cruising along, looking good, and then in the fifth, uh, you know, gets through the fifth in the sixth, runs into a little bit of trouble, can't finish the inning, ends up giving up one run in there. Luckily, Alvarado is able to come in and get a big, big, big strikeout with runners on. But ultimately, uh, Aaron goes five and two-thirds, one run, five hit, uh, four hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. Fine. You know, from Aaron Nolan, September, that's a, a damn good outing. You know, it's not amazing. It's not like, wow, Nola. But, you know, he got you in there. Aaron Nolan in September, that is a... Solid outing and looked really good early and, and kind of wasn't able to go as deep as you would have hoped. But still, you know, you'll take that from Nola. You will take that. Am I right? So they leave 2-1 to one with Nola leaving. They add another in the seventh uh, on a Freddie Galvis RBI double. Then a Bryce Harper RBI double. Harper, a two-run double. They're just a massive hit as they would win 5-3 that, that hit. The two runs that, that gave him the lead, the ultimate clinching lead, so to speak. Sam Coonrod runs into a little trouble. Hector Neris runs into a little trouble. They give up one run each. Ultimately, though, we get to the ninth, and who's there again? Ian Kennedy, another easy inning. Ten pitches, no hits, no walks, no nothing. Ian Kennedy shuts it down. Back-to-back saves for Ian Kennedy on back-to-back nights. The Phillies get it done. Segura with the two for five with two home runs. Uh, Bryce goes two for four with two RBI. Um, you know, Not a ton of offense, but just enough. A couple hits from Freddie. Big win there. Again, another big win. Uh, you know, obviously, anytime you can get a win on Aaron Nola's start these days, you will take it in September, as that has been a few and far between, so to speak. But you know, they needed it and they got it. And you know, heading into this is a, a big one because uh, uh, about an hour after this one ends is when the Giants take it in extras, and it was a really thrilling, thrilling game. The Giants were up 4-2 in the ninth. Then they give up a home run to Travis Darno, a three-run shot. Obviously, as soon as the Phillies were over, I flipped over. I'm watching it. Uh, Travis Darno, three-run homer. It's 5-4. You're like, come on, man. Are you serious? I can't believe I stayed up to watch this. And then the Giants, Solano, homer in the bottom of the ninth to tie it. And then in the 11th, the Gaussman 
sack fly walk off, and it was a massive win. Shout out to Gabe. Gabe getting a couple wins against the uh, Braves. They couldn't handle yesterday. They lost three nothing. But you know what? You take two or three against the Braves. That's all we can ask for. And we take two or three against the Mets to gain a game in that situation. Two back, heading into the final thirteen games of the season. Yesterday, unfortunately, the Phillies could not get it done, and it did feel like they were going to. You know, it was one of those really had a chance. Uh, look, Gibby um, ends up getting the loss, but but a solid outing from Gibby. I think you know, kind of left in just a little too long, um, and, and you know, it wasn't a pitch thing, whatever. But was Cruz long? Ends up going six and two thirds, gives up three runs, seven hits, one walk, nine strikeouts, a, a solid outing, and then Bedrosian. Pitched well after that, but the Phillies get up early. You're feeling good, an RBI double in the first, uh, and really just get it going in the first. Harper walks, um, and then Romuto doubles, uh, hustle double into second. The throw into second, Harper takes advantage and sneaks home. Really nice effort, base running combo by both Romuto and Harper there. Gets the one nothing lead. The Phillies would add another in the fifth on a sack fly from Bryce Harper, but then we get to the bottom of the fifth. And that's where Gibson runs into a little trouble, gives up a two-run double to Dominic Smith. We keep rolling along. It's 2-2 heading into the seventh. And one mistake, Jeff McNeil just tank shot off of uh, Kyle Gibson, and that was it. Uh, A 3-2 loss. That was it. It was so close. They were right there, just unable to finish it out, close it out. Frustrating. But you take two or three, you can't be upset with the weekend, even though they had a chance to win that one. It felt like they were going to win that one. They didn't win that one, but you can't be upset. Really a... Again, um, a strong weekend. The Phillies have, have put themselves in in contention here. You know, they have a real chance, as we had in this week, and we'll look at the schedules. Um, obviously, just hard to believe they're doing it the way they're doing it, you know, as they've kind of just found a way to keep it together. They're not playing amazing baseball, like we said, 8-9 and nine in September, but but after the 4-8 and eight start to kind of fight their way back into this, the Braves clearly not a juggernaut, you know, and they are on the West Coast now. So we'll get to that in a sec. Also, you know, and we're hearing a lot of it now, the Bryce Harper MVP run. Um, him and Tatis kind of battling the Phillies and the Padres, same record now, both tied in the wild card standings. And, I mean, Harper, just to, to continue what this guy's doing, uh, right now 313 average on the season, 428 OBP and a 624 slugging percentage. That is bananas. That's absolute bananas. Bryce Harper, a 1052 OPS heading into play today. I mean, that's just, it's silly. I mean, it's a silly thing. And I, I mean, you know, he so clearly deserves the MVP over Tatis. You know, all the metrics, all the numbers you want to choose, whether it's the classic ones other than home runs and RBI and stolen bases, I guess. Harper beats him in every single one. You know, Harper has just been such a better player. Uh, I mean, the 313 average, that's the sixth highest average in baseball this year. That's insane. Insane Juan Soto and Trey Turner, the only two national leaguers with a higher average, and they're barely above them. They're 315 and 316. So Harper could win the batting crown. You know, he's right there for the batting crown. Uh, Vlad Guerrero at 321 is the only average in baseball better. Harper, second best OP uh, on base percentage in baseball at 428. Juan Soto at 459, the only one above him. Bryce Harper, highest slugging percentage in baseball at 624. Tatis, the only one close to him at 620, and Vlad at 617. OPS, Harper leads OPS in baseball. He's at 1052. Vlad Guerrero's 1029. He's almost 30 points higher than Vlad Guerrero. Tatis, who he's fighting with the MVP for, is 988. Bryce Harper is a 1052 RP OPS. Tatis is a 988 OPS. 
I mean, no matter what metric you use for trying to decide who the best player in the National League was this year, and more importantly, who was the most valuable player to their team, it doesn't matter what the metric is. Bryce Harper's the answer. He really does deserve this. I don't know if he's going to get it. You know, there's a lot of narrative stuff involved, and I, and I think the last 13 games and how it plays out could play a role. And Tatis is definitely a, um, you know, kind of been a, a face of baseball type guy this year, and you know, a breakout guy, and and uh, you know, exciting guy. But Harper deserves the MVP. Uh, where would the Phillies team be without Bryce Harper? I mean, to think about it that way. I mean, this team is competing for a playoff spot. They're like five to ten games under five hundred without Harper, it feels like. I mean, this guy has just thrown this team on his back over this stretch run here and and really a magical season. You know, we've talked about it a lot, but but one of the truly, truly great seasons in the history of Phillies baseball, certainly in the in my lifetime of Phillies baseball, it's one of the Three or four, maybe two or three best offensive seasons I've ever seen. You know, it's that that great. And he does deserve the MVP, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out And you know, these last 13 days. If the Phillies win the division, I think he'll win it for sure. Uh, if not, it's going to be interesting because I don't think the Padres make the playoffs. We've talked a lot about the Padres' schedule. I mean, the Padres are now three and a half back of the Cardinals for the wild card, and obviously they don't have any chance to win their division. They're three and a half back of the Cardinals, the wild card, and their schedule is... Three against the Giants, three against the Braves, three against the Dodgers, three against the Giants. I mean, the first six on the first six on the road. So they're they're in a lot of trouble. I mean, that's especially with the Dodgers and the Giants both still fighting for the division. No one wants to get that wild card, have to play that extra game. You want to be the one seed, so those two teams are gonna be fighting till the end. The idea that the Padres could make up three and a half games on the Cardinals and a half game on the Reds and and tie the Phillies and pass them with that schedule seems, in all honesty, uh almost impossible. Like I just I don't know how it plays out that that happens. So, but again, it is possible. But, you know, I think you're looking at the Cardinals right now as the clear favorite. You know, they're up three games uh, on the Reds and three and a half on the Phillies heading into this last 13 games to play. Uh, their schedule's not easy, but they are playing a Brewers team a lot that doesn't have anything to play for. The Brewers are essentially in the playoffs. So they have four against the Brewers starting tonight in Milwaukee and then three, uh, excuse me, four in Chicago against the Cubs. Doubleheader on Friday. They make a game up for the Cardinals. Then they come home to finish out with three against the Brewers, three against the Cubs. So they have all their games against the Cubs and Brewers. The first eight on the road, the last six at home. 14 games left for them. Four in Milwaukee, four in Chicago, three at home against Milwaukee, three at home against Chicago. So, you know, obviously that is a um, not a difficult schedule, you know, a, a manageable schedule for them. And, and I think a lot of it depends on how hard the Brewers are playing. I think this com- series coming up against the Brewers here, you need to make some hay so the Brewers have not officially officially knocked it out but they're going to win that division so um you know maybe if they're still kind of bringing it this week you can make up a little ground there um but you know i think the wild card is more unlikely obviously again as you have games against the braves left um and you're still trailing the reds as well and the red schedule isn't much harder, if at all harder uh, than yours. Probably the same. You know, the Reds play three against the Pirates, then this uh, at home, three against the Pirates, four against the Nats, then two in uh, Chicago against the White Sox, against the White Sox team that, you know, is going to be locked up, is clinched by then, I'm sure, and then three in Pittsburgh. So six against Pittsburgh, four against Washington, two against the White Sox. The White Sox not, might not care. I mean, that's a pretty easy schedule for the Reds as well. So you figure it's going to be hard to, you know, leap the Reds and Cardinals. It really does come down to that division for... For the Phillies, and again, just you know, the the refresher we've we've talked about it so much, but the Braves' schedule coming up, um, it starts tonight with four in Arizona tonight, tomorrow night, Wednesday and Thursday in Arizona, nine forty start times for the first three, three forty on Thursday, 
Uh, for those games, they'll have Huasker and Noah going. Uh, no scheduled start yet. Tomorrow we'll find out who it is. But then Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton in the next one. And then Max Fried will start the first game of the Padres series. So that's you know, good stuff. If you're the Braves, other guys you kind of want lined up that way. Um, look, we got to hope the Diamondbacks can return the favor that that they gave us, right? I mean, the Phillies lost four to the Diamondbacks, and they lost three out there. So, you know, maybe the Diamondbacks can muster up a little home toughness again against this Braves team for the Phillies because they could really use it. You know, the, Phillies, the Braves can, the Diamondbacks can really help the Phillies out. Obviously, the Phillies have to win games first and foremost, but. You know, it is on the road in Arizona, so maybe there's a, a, a let-up night or whatever. Um, and then they go to San Diego for three. Um, and that's a massive series because San Diego, you know, still in it um, and probably still will be then. I don't know how much longer past that, but a, but a massive series in San Diego. You know, can the Padres help the Phillies out? That would be huge. And then, of course, the Braves come home for the Phillies and Mets at home to finish out the season. Um, it's, you know, really a... Uh, it's a manageable schedule, but it's a little tougher than the Phillies for what it's worth. You're two games back. Is this enough to make up two games? Three against the Orioles at home. Four against the Pirates at home. And then you go on the road and face the Braves for that series. That series, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week against the Braves. All 720 starts is going to be, obviously, the series of the season. And uh, assuming this next week goes as it should, it could be one of the, the great Phillies series we've had in a while here. Um, and then, of course, they have to end with three in Miami, which... You know, of course, sets us up for what we all expect, which is the Phillies to to somehow, you know, get a one game lead coming out of the Braves series and then lose two or three to Miami to lose the division or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's that's classic, right? You know, and it, of course, of course, it had to be the Marlins. Of course, how could it be anyone else in la- last series? You know, who who else? You know, get over your demons, for real. But we'll see. We'll see if they even have a chance. This is look. First and foremost, they have to handle their business this week. You know, you can't play the Orioles and Pirates and not take advantage. They have seven games against the Orioles and Pirates this week. Like, they have to win at least five. And honestly, you should win six. You should win six of those games. Because that way, six out of seven, if the Braves win four out of seven, you're tied heading into that series. That's plausible. You know, West Coast trip. So, (sighs) it's a big one. It's a big week coming up. Tonight it starts with Ranger Suarez against John Means. So a good pitcher for the Orioles as well. Ranger obviously has been so good for the Phillies. Huge tomorrow. A bullpen game. Yay! The fact that we have to finish this season out with, with multiple bullpen games is, is crushing. But the way they do set up is nice for the, the Brave series. So it's going to be Suarez, bullpen game tomorrow, then Wheeler on Wednesday against the O's. And the Pirates series will go Nola, Gibson, Suarez, bullpen game. So that's perfect, which means that for the Atlanta series, now you wish Ranger were pitching, but it is what it is, but you get Wheeler, Nola, Gibby. The way you want to line it up, you know, certainly Wheeler in that first game of it, and then that means that you also have Wheeler available for that uh, that next series, you know, so that if you need him, Wheeler will pitch the last game of the season for them. They could obviously, if they don't need it, they could save him, but if, if you need him, um, it'll play out where it's, you know, Nola Gibson, Suarez, bullpen game, Wheeler for that last game of the season. You also get Suarez starting that first game in the Marlins series, which if it matters, you, you know, you like that. Because who else is going to not get, you know, um, messed up by going into Miami and all the Marlins stuff and all the stuff we've dealt with. You know, it's Ranger. It's Mr. Ice in his veins. So, 
Um, it sets up well. It really does set up well. It's going to come down to the Phillies being able to handle these teams they should handle. You know, I mean, you got the you got the Pirates and the um, Orioles for a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, you got to win those games. You got to win those games. It is so imperative. Like they have to have a good week. The Orioles come into this this week forty seven and one hundred two. Forty seven and one hundred two. One hundred two. It's hard to lose 100 games in baseball. It's so hard. Think about the, how bad the Phillies have been and how few times they've lost 100 games in our lifetime recently. It's really hard to do. And the Orioles are at 102 already with 13 games left. I mean, they're going to be an all-time bad team. So you've got to win those. And then the Pirates at 56 and 93. They're on their way to getting to right around 100 losses. Two of the worst teams in baseball. On the road, even worse. The Pirates are 22 and 52 on the road. The Orioles are 24-51 and 51 on the road. Like I said, you need to win 5 of 7, preferably 6. The Phillies should win 6 of 7 this week. If nothing else, 5 of 7. This is such a big week for them. Such a big week. Can they finally kind of exercise these demons, beat some teams they're supposed to beat, and head into a massive series against the Braves with a chance? We're going to find out. What a big week. Can't wait. I will be down at the game tonight, too. Phillies, Orioles. So I'll let you know how that is tomorrow on the show. And, um, you know, get to see Ranger. That'll be fun. And, you know, start off right. You need to win. You need to win. Uh, uh, Diamondbacks, Braves tonight, later. Phillies have a chance to put some pressure on them heading in that game. They need to win tonight. Get on a roll. Big week of baseball. Let's go, Phils. Whatever happens. Either way. We'll be back to dive into it all tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.